Hey there, Joshua here. Uh, I'm really excited to introduce you to Laura Grayson today. Um, made a big change to the project, uh, and this is the first interview since making that change. So if you're a regular listener, you may uh, notice a difference in, in uh, the sound or tone or flow, but um, I've decided that I'm not going to transcribe the interviews word for word anymore, and, and that freed up uh, the ability to make them much more conversational. And um, today's... Uh, conversation I guess uh, with with uh, Laura um, went really well um, she's a really really wonderful lady and with a great attitude and uh, a lot of positivity um, and a lot of kindness and um, I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm, I'm very excited to share it with you so uh, enjoy the listen and uh, thanks for being here bye <laughs> all right now we're rolling Okay, so how old are you for the record? 48. Great. Yeah. Cool. And uh, who are you and how would you describe yourself? I am uh, an evolving being in the middle of a journey creating and co-creating with other people. And how would I describe myself? Mm -hmm. A learning, evolving being who it seems needs a lot of practice with some of the lessons that I'm learning mm. <laughs> because they come back around a lot. Uh, so I like to explore mm. and get out and, um, and I like to be around other people who like to explore and get out and try to understand what we're doing here and why we're doing it and hopefully try, trying our best to be our best. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so I like to play outside and um, I like to spend a lot of time in nature. It's a great reminder that we are part of this planet. Mm. And I like to watch my dogs play because they're great reminders that there's a lot right here in this moment and to get out of my head mm. and to be present. That's why I also like to do yoga and I like to camp and paddle and just find things that make me be where I am. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. I'm glad you said something about the needing the lessons over and over. I feel that way too. And I often wonder if that's just a me thing. <laughs> I think we're a little dense. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it becomes more, the, the more we start to pay attention, the tighter those lessons are, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mentioned it to you before, but for the, the, the listening audience, uh, today's format's going to be quite a bit different. And we're just going to chat. And I'm not going to worry so much about having to transcribe all of this. So we'll have a freer back and forth. Um, I'm really excited about that. Sometimes when I say things, they're really dry, so it's hard to tell if I'm really excited or if I'm just saying <laughs> words. <but> I'm excited. <laughs> so that means you're excited because yeah. I feel your excitement. That's yeah. great. It's nice to change things up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, this question is one that's really important to me. It's kind of, it's kind of like why I'm doing the project, but I'm, I've had difficulty or I'm or people are being very resistant. Um, I've had difficulty crafting it, or people are being resistant to answering it how I really think that they can uh -huh. or, or maybe should. Um, so I'll just, we'll just go for it, and then maybe I'll maybe I'll poke at you if your if your um, if your quills are up over the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So I want to know what uh, concerns you, and I would love to be able to just say like what concerns you and leave it at that, but it it takes more. So. What is it about life and, and um, living together 
in, in, in community of humanity um, that breaks your, your heart, that like really y you struggle with on a, a regular basis, um, that has like real effect on you. And then what, do you, what motivates you to do something about it? So I think it's really easy to say these these bigger issues, right? These grandiose like sex oh, trafficking or okay, well great. great. No, it sounds like you have your answer to it too. Maybe. And and that's great. Yeah. We all have our own perspectives. But when you asked the question, I was like, huh? If I don't answer it the way you like me to answer it, then what, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Is this about your answer or my answer? <laughs> um, here's my immediate gut when you were talking about what makes you sad and it's isolation and I think um, and we were talking about this a little before the interview started just the way communities can be designed to really isolate people and I've experienced that sense of isolation and I, so I understand that, that first person experiential thing how that damaged me and how important it is for me to have a sense of belonging and everyone needs a sense of belonging mm -hmm. and a sense of meaning and purposefulness. Um, even this guy over here who's breathing, mm -hmm. <laughs> my dog coming in. Um, yeah, uh, and I see that all around more and more and more, and I think there's a lot of things that are causing it to increase, that sense of isolation. And so I'm really excited when I see people. Klondike. <laughs> <laughs> totally agrees. What's up, you wanna go outside? Um, I see people uh, on their phones and all that stuff, and that's sort of a trait complaint. And I think there's a, there's a great asset to having this tool to connect us, but people are forgetting to to really connect and, and be with, present with each other. And, mm. um, and so it's exciting when there's these communities that are intentionally trying to form to get people to work together differently or to live together differently, so co-housing and co-working. But even just you know, individual, we need individual courage to make that effort to reach out and talk to the people around us. Mm -hmm. and, and so that sense that I can do this, and I don't think a lot of people feel that way. Like they just forget, I have the ability to change my life and circumstances just through reaching out mm -hmm. and creating community. You can get up if you need to, just don't forget you're attached to this thing. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going to settle down now. Um, so, I think I would, I, I, you know, as a blanket statement, I would say I agree with you regarding the isolation issue. But what is it, like, why, where did you get your feelings for community and like why do you think that we matter to each other mm. you know like where does that come from for you I think we have it when we're children and I think it's a biological thing and that we all have that need to feel like we're part of something larger than ourselves and that biological piece is the safety piece of that right mm. the comfort piece of that and the way our society's institutions are run and, and how we uh, how we grow up and evolve into these school institutions that are very competitive and divisive. Uh, those, those things are, are kind of forgotten and we start putting up a lot more barrier and armor you know, around people instead of realizing, oh, people need people. So I think it starts, you know, we, we have it nationally wired in us that we need, we need to have this connection and then 
and then it depends not for not for everybody I think a lot of people grow up in really nicely close-knit families and that meets that need but a lot of people don't have that in the way our work we move around for work a lot and so we don't we don't live necessarily around family and so so there's this separation that happens and this guardedness and it's in our media it's what do you have not who you are what is your home look like what do you dress like mm -hmm. we start to find things to separate us instead of all the things that connect us and that we have in common and, mm -hmm. and so their empathy starts to go away and just a natural sense of compassion starts to go away and then you have a culture that just doesn't function with the heart it functions with the ego mm -hmm. and so I, as a parent it was so clear to watch you know my heart burst wide open again as soon as I gave birth the first time. It was an amazing kind of feeling and it was very different even than the, the feeling I have for my partner, which is a really strong bond and um, a wonderful feeling. And, and um, that open heart made me want to have community and I shared with you earlier, it was like a primal instinct. I felt this need like, I need a village, I need a tribe to help raise mm -hmm. these girls up. So that's when I was questing for community and looking at co-housing communities and we, we lived kind of in a different sort of community for a while. And then finding community through play groups and music groups, getting together with people just to play instruments, that need of gathering and so looking for that. And, and that has ebbed and flowed in my life and so there's times where I haven't had that and it is like a raw mm -hmm. <laughs> feeling of like loneliness or I just and it's not that I need to be around people all the time I think all of us need both that nature time and alone time and that self introspective learning time but we also need each other we all need like each other and of course there's a ton of study and research around the brain deteriorating when people are isolated and they they don't have purpose and meaning so we need that Mm. And it's our hearts too, but I think there's some need for cultural shifting where we are bowing our, our heads, our egos beneath our hearts. And so we, listen, we need to listen to compassion more and empathy and mm. stop seeing all the things that, that separate us and mm. reconnect all the things that we all have in common. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where do you suppose this like greed and maybe the more negative aspects of individualism are coming from and why is it so pervasive? Uh, we're in a consumerism culture. Yeah. But is that, you know, like, is that just happenstance or have we chosen that in some regard? You know, like we were talking about before that we put the recorder on, um, on like a metaphysical level, right? Our thoughts are bringing things into reality. Yeah. So like what, you know, that's a huge thing that I'm trying to combat is, 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 is that, is, is this like, so if, if we are born with this natural sense and draw towards community, but we do all our actions kind of reflect something different. Why? What's yeah. What, what is what's happening? I think screens. I think television, the creation of television. I don't, th I don't think we at all recognized the power of visual media to impact and influence. We have we do know we have mirror neurons in our prefrontal cortex, right? And with those neurons, when we watch something, our brain is letting us experience it as if we're doing it, mm -hmm. right? So we're letting this incredible mind control thing come into our, our lives from a young age, and we're putting it in the hands of our children. Mm -hmm. And it's not just violent video games, it's all this messaging. Have we really thought out about it? And I guess we're all enablers of it if we're choosing to continue to watch and pick up these stories. And and endorse it and make it and turn it into realities, right? Mm -hmm. And some of these things I think are created with the idea that they're supposed to be 
um, uh, what's the term for it? Like, hey, this could happen. We got to change things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm slipping on words right now, but but actually, it's just giving people the idea of like, oh, this is inevitable. This is our future, right? So we're all right. We all make a choice when we start to consume digital media and. Like a harbinger, is that what you're thinking of? Um, yeah, or you know, yeah, like a harbinger. There's, um, you know, just not a canaries in the coal mine kind of thing, but mm -hmm. yeah, um, I'll remember the term after you walk out. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, yeah. Why is it that like biologically we want to do this? Well, we're also biologically easily programmable, mm -hmm. and we're all definitely conditioned. We've all been conditioned in our lives in the way we've grown up and we've grown up with television is a lot impacting us and mm -hmm. media visual media such a strong influence i think that we we have been very silly on how we've allowed it to influence our our children as they've developed and, and mm -hmm. continue to influence us well, what about these more extreme things like uh let's say like supreme intolerance or overt racism or wild things that I have such a hard time comprehending, like sex trafficking, like what, why is this stuff so prevalent, hmm. you know? Well, since I'm the expert yeah. in all of this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. these are big questions, and I'm For glad sure. you're asking, because I think we should all take time to think about it. When I reflect on these things, um, I think that's back to the isolation that people, when, when people are raised in certain ways, and we could talk about repressed sexuality, and we talk about sex trafficking, and then how that manifests in ways that aren't at all natural or normal or human. Um, there's a great book called Sex at Dawn, and it talks about how we, you know, we used to be very different sexual beings and how we lived until agriculture happened and then ownership and property and that really shifted things. So I think there's that all of our, a lot of, most of our social institutions are pretty broken and we're all just gone with the flow because we're all in the stream, and a few people are like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right, let's try this differently. And sometimes it takes a while, and then a few more people hear that, and then a few more and a few more, and things mm -hmm. start to shift and change. So I can see, even though there's a mainstream of fish flowing one way, there's lots of other little creeks of people saying, actually, this works better, usually, mm. and some of the time. But we are such an interesting species, mm. and we're powerful creators and manifestors of things. Mm -hmm. And what you were referring to earlier, we were talking about how all of our thoughts and all of our words are self-fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And we don't recognize that either. We're not recognizing that we are powerful creators mm -hmm. and that we co-create. So when we send out something, the people around us are receiving that and sending it out. And we know this through quantum mechanics. Um, the atoms go where our thoughts go. They mm -hmm. flow. And so that sense of mindfulness, of awareness, of what am I thinking about and what am I saying mm -hmm. even, and what does that do and change? And we all have that power. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we should stop saying, well, it's, it's just the same old thing, it's right. always gonna be the same. Actually, there's just a lot of people making cool change into the world too. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that, I mean, it's, it's not like it's uh, y only you and I have been y using this as like a uh, metaphor, but like this, uh, lately, very recently, I've been talking to people about feeling very much like that s stone that you see in the middle of the river, right? That's like, it's definitely never going to make its way upstream, but it's causing the water to move around it. It's like a, it's like a reminder that not everything is in this flow, right? And, yeah. and the water can go around it. And then, you know, over time due to 
the storms or flooding or a big melts or whatnot, you know, something else can bump up against that and it'll stick too, right? And then the water has to part a little more and that eventually can turn into like some sort of little dams, right? Where, where it'll pool, the water will pool above that and some water will continue on that flow for sure because there is, there is something to the idea that, you know, th there, there must be some reason for the flow, right? The water is headed somewhere for some reason. And that's what I think really throws me off. It's like sometimes I feel very alone, very isolated, and very tired because mm -hmm. it's hard to stand against the current. But it confuses me to think like, well, what, you know, why is this current at all? What, mm -hmm. Like it seems so bad to me. And it is nice to think that like eventually, right, that you get to this, maybe you get to a critical mass, right, where enough things are standing in that flow to to change something. Mm -hmm. But I, it's really hard for me to understand that like, it's hard for me to accept that we're just all passively creating so much negativity. Yeah. It, se it seems like this negative force is so strong and, and it's for some reason, it's just so easy to just go along with it. Like the birth of negativity, this is like the philosophical problem of evil. Like what? Is going on and why is it so hard to fight against yeah I, and I don't expect you to like know these answers but this is the type of conversation that I think like people should well, be having I, over coffee right and I love the metaphor of water because you know that you're talking about rocks shift things and dams and then like, there's a little side thing and an eddy mm -hmm. happens mm -hmm. and there's a swirl and it's not just the one rock by itself but there's lots of rocks mm -hmm. and then there's a whole another little situation happening way off the stream mm -hmm. really off the flow of the current and you can find those eddies all along a river mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of little micro cultures and things happening so staying focused on the fact you're not alone mm -hmm. like, oh yeah there's a lot of other people who are feeling this and, and seeing this mm -hmm. And they're doing something by collecting because that power of you know, numbers and being a part of something larger than yourself mm -hmm. and collective ideal and, and shared values that um, will attract you to people that you know are mirroring that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but why, but why are so many people in that stream? Yeah, why are we so complacent? Because it's easy, because water goes where it's easiest, mm -hmm. gravity. And so it takes courage. And fear is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's a very powerful tool that's constantly around us. And people are totally, I think we're so, so blind and, and unaware to it because um, money, money can create visual imagery and commercials and thoughts and ideas. But you're just like, oh, yeah, I didn't even realize I was being fed that bag of crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Literally and figuratively. Um, yeah. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we should be compassionate with each other about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, religion, inherited family, prejudices—all uh, of that stuff is so powerful to wake out of. It's, mm -hmm. And it takes some. And it's it's ironic because you know we talk about it takes courage. Actually, I think it's easier to really be our authentic, genuine selves mm -hmm. and to call BS on stuff when we see it. But in but in a way that isn't antagonistic or threatening to somebody. That's just like 
through compassion mm -hmm. because we've all been there. Yeah, I've been walking half blindfolded most of my life, mm -hmm. right? And, and that maybe I'm looking up to some things, but there's some things I don't see, and we're all mm -hmm. in this together. Certainly. So instead of some people being like, oh, I'm so much more awake than you, and this like weird like mm -hmm. hierarchy, it's this, no, we all need to be in a circle. Mm -hmm. holding hands, it's not a pyramid, mm -hmm. it's a circle, and we need to reach out and have compassion for ourselves mm -hmm. and the people around us. How do you see uh, accountability fitting in that? Because I've been running into this a lot here in Bend, this like, this idea that we're all doing the best we can with the awareness that we have is one that really like rubs me the wrong way, like it really, I, I really bristle against it, which means that there's like something in it for me to understand, but, uh, and, and, and I can totally agree with what you're saying, like, being half blindfolded or there's definitely things I'm not seeing right about me and, and and I'm sure people are complaining about me right and like what I'm doing in some regard but there it, it, sometimes I, I sometimes it strikes me that that is coming across as a write-off don't worry about it it's all groovy thing when really it's like well these people kind of they need to be challenged right like you can't you can't just go around like sowing hate like it's whether or not that you're capable of understanding it or not doesn't mean that it should continue to happen, right? Yeah. So many things come through my mind when you said that about, and we talked about this before we recorded, um, like my own personal accountability where I was feeling like when, like after living here for a little while, I just didn't sense my community yet and mm -hmm. I was waiting for it to fall in my lap and I recognized I needed to start thinking differently and reaching out more and creating that community. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I agree with you on personal accountability, but when it comes to the, um, like how do you stop other people, da, 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 I think we give so much of our power away and we give a lot of that away to people with a contrived sense of authority. It's doctors, counselors, whatever the degree is from whatever the school or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, we give, we give yeah. our personal power to heal ourselves away to other people as mm -hmm. well to grow to other people. Well, my therapist said, you know, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and ultimately, we have to fix ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we have to do this for, each, for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And while we're doing that, we are projecting a shit ton because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we see things in other people we don't like because it's inside of us and we need to fix it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, as a mother of daughters, oh my gosh, what mirrors they were. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know that I really like what she just said. Oh, that's because I say it a lot. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to get that done? Oh, in it's, I, it's, it's okay. whatever. Yeah, it's Sorry fine. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's fine. She's so funny. Yeah, um, it's okay. Yeah, so, so there's this thing that we need to fix ourselves, but then then how do we stop these other people from doing stuff? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and and that's, that's, it just wouldn't happen in a healthy culture. We, you know, when you look at Native American cultures, pre-impact pre of, of external civilizations, they don't have jails or mental health institutions mm -hmm. and things like that because they are taking care of one another. It happens organically in a collective way. It's not a punitive thing. And mm -hmm. those crazy, that, no one's allowed to ever get to that point because mm -hmm. people care enough about each other to not allow that to happen. But mm -hmm. in our culture where we're so separated, these things happen and people are, f are alone in an apartment or in your room and no one's, no one's reaching out and, hey, wait a minute, we haven't seen so-and-so for a while. Let's check in with that person, what's going on, mm -hmm. you know? And so it, there's so many things around that. Mm -hmm, <laughs> like for sure. How we live would, would change that if we live more collectively. And, why does one person have so, so much material wealth and they're 
devoid of any sort of spiritual happiness, right? And then there are people outside their door that are begging for food. You know, it's just such a bizarre reality. Yeah. That we're all, yeah, but we're all co-creating in it. We're all accountable. Yeah. We're all part of it, for sure. When you're out and about, just your regular business, mm. um, do you... Uh, give much mind to like what that person or that person or that person means to you? When I'm interacting with people, I try to be in that moment with that person and see the people that I'm with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, like where do you find (laughs) your empathy or compassion for the people that are doing things that really are bothering you? (laughs) Or, you know, assuming that you're bothered by something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'm a perfect being, I don't get bothered by it. I don't know. Yeah, people piss me off sometimes. Yeah. And then that's that thing of that. um, It's it's all story. It's something that if I start attaching emotion to an experience, then that's something that, get ready, I'm going to have to hold on to that for a while. And that's what I'm learning about literally in my body. And that's why I do yoga so much is there's things that I hold on to my emotional things that I hold on in my body that are, that have tightened over the years that I need to take a, um, a beat and and look at it what's going on here and try to open up to that mm-hmm. stuff and so every time there's this thing that happens and that's why I don't watch the news very much I stay I stay up to date through conversation more than anything Mm -hmm. but um, I'm aware of like how this is I'm starting to wake up like I don't like how this is feeling right now and if I'm letting emotions start to stick onto this this is going to become one of those stories that I tell myself over and over again I can't believe that person said this to me Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't about me or I can't believe that person just did that to that other person She's so let me tight. go let her in. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So let me take this off yeah, for a second. Yeah, no problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, Austin's like, I can't believe you're not letting me in. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Life with dogs. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, so... <clears throat> becoming more aware of when someone starts to impact me or you know I'm not, I'm not breathing much anymore mm-hmm. and I try to like take an exhale and recognize this is about them and I have my own stories that that I'm putting on this situation because we all come with our own stories and mm-hmm. backgrounds but it takes a lot like every day mm-hmm. <laughs> I start over again mm-hmm. <laughs> with that I'm still learning that one yeah um, so you're also, I think you're talking about righteous anger. Yeah. And I'm that person. I'm the person that will stand up on the desk in the classroom and say, something's wrong here. And, and it's got me fired from jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. And I think, and I'm glad that I've done that. I'm glad I've been the person right. that's held on to my integrity and said, this isn't right, and we're going to talk about, you know, I'm going to talk, I'm not going to not talk about this and, and play along. And yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, integrity is such a great word for it, and 
Um, I, it just seems like that, that is for sale, or, mm. you know? And that's what really breaks my heart. It's like, I don't get that. I don't understand how it seems so easy for people. And it's, for, it's cheap, too. It's not even, like, for a good price. There's a lot of people with really wonderful integrity. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful people. Yeah. And I think we just, unfortunately, are focusing way too much energy and putting way too much of a spotlight and a microphone in front of those other people. Yeah, right. Mostly, I think the world is full of really pe good people. Hmm. And we need to refocus that hmm. attention there. Yeah. Energy goes where the mind, flows, you know, all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. If we, if we have an election coming up and we have a horrible person running for it, and it's kind of a joke, but all we do is put that person's face on the front cover of everything. Yeah. Yeah, what happens? So where are we putting our focus and intention right now? What right. people are we focusing and, and, and paying R attention to and right. giving microphones to? Yeah. yeah. So, like, you, you know, what's going to make that shift, right? Like, um, it seems... It strikes me as odd that we spend we spend so much energy in such a dispersed way on the many different many different um, facets of a singular issue. So, but like underneath it all is like the same idea of like whatever it is, whether it's like hate or greed or, or I, I don't really know how to I don't really know what the pinpoint is but you know, these ways that we're being really unjust to each other right based on uh, the color of our skin or our sexual orientation or where we were born or what language we speak or um, the size of our body or whether or not uh, someone should be able to choose whether or not they should have a baby or not or there's, there's all these um, and then there's groups for each of these issues, right, that are working super hard to change this idea and that idea and that idea. But underneath it all, I feel like it's the exact same issue. It's inequality or unfairness or, is, I guess maybe it has many different words, right, depending on your perspective. So, you know, what, what's going to be the end to that? How do we sort through that stuff? You know, these days, for example, um, You know, we don't actively have slaves in the United States, but there's still tons of issues around that, right? And these days, like, there's still um, homophobia, but they have more rights than they used to have. Or, like, it's like there's these slightly better things, but still, it's, like, still happening. It's still going on. It's still bad. And we're still all kind of, like, hacking away at this thing and that thing. Yeah, it so, takes time. Yeah. It takes time. But, you know, I would say it's more than slightly better. I would say the trend is hugely different. <laughs> I, I remember just like 20 years ago taking grocery bags to school and people or to 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 stores right and 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 I had I would see other people doing it but then you'd see some people looking at you like what, what do you what why do you have that bag with I mean now I've, there's so much more awareness um, than there was even in our lifetimes we have trended so much better in the last 200 years as mm -hmm. a species so for me it's truly you have where your focus is and optimism and all of that and, and not like oh this is the worst thing because then it is the worst thing mm -hmm. it we have come so far 
And, and yeah, there are so many things to fix still and new problems and different ones. But I think there's a lot more awareness and that's mm -hmm. the one advantage of a World Wide Web, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's misinformation as well. But no, I think we're trending pretty good. Okay. Think about, think about that. There's a lot to think about. Um, even just the way women, how women could present themselves in certain workplaces than now, 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, feel, I feel hopeful. I, mm -hmm. I think it's important to stay focused on that. Mm -hmm. It truly is. I mean, it's what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. What is our attention? What are our thoughts? Mm -hmm. What are we feeding? What are, and are is th what is this thought serving? Are we, are we moving forward or are we just going to stay in this place backwards? Right? Mm -hmm. So the people who are creatively making changes, those people are fun to be around because they're very optimistic mm -hmm. and they are making, you know, they're, they're shifting things and changing things. And mm -hmm. it's, a good, it's a good lesson to remember. And it's not like those people are happy all over the time. It's right. not a Pollyanna thing. It's just a, um, is your glass half empty or half full? And how does that impact your life? That whole, which wolf will you feed thing, mm -hmm. right? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So where does uh, optimism or, you know, positive thinking meet complacency slash survival? And like, how do you <laughs> keep, how do you keep those, how do you, how do you uh, make them cooperate? I really do think there's this funny, and it's going to sound kind of woo-woo, but your energy attracts other energy. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's a law of physics. Right, mm -hmm. law of attraction. So if if I'm optimistic, that's not complacency. I'm actively focusing on the things that that make me happy, that where I feel more fulfilled, where I can contribute, where there's a sense of meaning and purpose, and or I'm really understanding what gratitude truly means, and mm -hmm. that it's okay to be grateful and happy. That's another weird thing in our culture. Like there's, you're supposed to never be happy because that could come off as being like you're bragging or gloating. I don't know. It's a really effed up kind of unhealthy thing that we're not, you know, we don't spend more time talking about how wonderful life is. And mm -hmm. this is amazing. And that comes from some mindfulness stuff of being fully present in the moment. And like, holy cow, this is beautiful. I remember listening, I went to listen to Kurt Vonnegut shortly before he passed. He mm -hmm. gave a talk and it wasn't like, one of those talks that changed my life. But one thing he said that stuck with me was he would, he was talking about being on the porch with his uncle and his uncle saying something like, well, if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. And it's that thing of just taking stock of each moment of like, this is really nice just sitting here on the porch with you and looking out at the trees and or I'm out on the stream with my dog and this is amazing, it's mm -hmm. beautiful. And instead, I'm, and instead of thinking about something I have to do or thinking about something that someone said to me or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So wrapping back up, it's, it's that whole being completely aware of what am I attracting energetically? Mm -hmm. What am I creating energetically? Hmm. Where am I? Hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you feel a sense of purpose? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, any, do you want to elaborate on that at all? Well, I think it changes and shifts, but mm -hmm. I think it's uh, my purpose is to wake up and um, 
and and be okay and be brave being myself fully and not wear any masks and stop censoring myself. I kind of remember who I was when I was four years old and super powerful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when we we're kids and we're just like about what we are experiencing and and like interacting with this world and creating with it instead of what we look like as we got older. You know, watching especially young girls, boys too these days, go from like these wonderful, amazing, like totally in their bodies and present and playing and and, and then they go to middle school and things <laughs> kind of start to close up and shift and change and we get guarded and high school. And, and then sometimes it starts to open up again and mm -hmm. you feel safe when you find your tribe of people that like you can be yourself with but uh, we were out with some we were out at um, Crocs or something at dinner and we were sitting in the grass just eating our old Sancho's and I was watching all the kids so all the adults were sitting some uncomfortably some more comfortably but the kids were like running around playing somersaults interacting mm -hmm. with each other and I was like what happened you know and so I think that's why so many people who live here love it because they're out playing in the wilderness, you know, riding your bike or whatever it is, mm -hmm. or paddling with friends on a raft in the river. It's play, right? Mm -hmm. We need to play. We need to get back to that. And that gets us in the moment. Mm -hmm. So my purpose is to get back to who I was when I was four, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. um, but, w you know, but maybe some more social filters. <laughs> 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 but Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and to to just simply do that, to mm -hmm. be who we are in the world and interact with it and try to help each other hmm. and see each other for who they are. I try to see people as their young selves, hmm. their, like their childlike selves, their real selves without the layers in, in front of that. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I have some other purpose as I'm helping in this community. Uh, at Embark with really kick-ass people who care about the wilderness and have a sense of stewardship about it. So that's pretty dreamy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's, I'm excited about that. I had a purpose raising my, helping to raise my daughters with my partner. And we still are, but they're, they're doing pretty good. They're big people. Mm -hmm. And they're figuring things out for themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's great. I think purposes shift through life. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, just to be here and not feel like we are supposed to be, you know, that, that's an interesting pressure. Hmm. It's not as um, easy and free hmm. than just being, the doing versus being thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there um, anything that you wish we had talked about? You know, like you, anything on your mind? Um, no, except for that we should be outside. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a blue sky day for a little while longer. Okay. We should go play. Yeah, and I really appreciate these great questions. I love getting into realness. Yeah. Cool. Well, one more for you then. Okay. Um, what are you most looking forward to in the near future? Um, hmm. Uh, connecting with more people meeting more great people in this community, kind mm. of getting re-involved with community around me. And there's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome things. That's inspiring. So, that's, cool. yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. Yeah.
Thanks a lot, Laura. What about you? What am I most looking forward yeah. to? Oh. <laughs> uh, I need to. I need to spend some more time uh, thinking positively. I, I think. Um, I guess I'm most looking forward to seeing uh, some how some things are going to shift positively in my life. You know, like what. Am I going to be surprised by it, or am I going to will it? <laughs> you know. Huh? I can actually make things happen. Yeah. It's pretty empowering. Or I guess I need to. I need to buy into that. Yeah. Belief is very powerful. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I keep hearing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks, Thank you. Joshua. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot.